0: Hey everybody, welcome back to 94 Radio. Today we are going to talk about conflict language and architect language. This is um, all stemming from the, the work of Mark England and he works with enlifted athletes. Uh, that is a, a coaching program, an athletes program. He also um, runs Procabulary, which is Uh, a big umbrella of understanding the language that you use. And and it's primarily around conflict language versus architecture, affirmative language. And why is that important? The language that we use is very powerful because your thoughts are your words, are your actions, are your future, right? The, not only the the language that you use for yourself determines your own future, but the language that you use around others really determines the relationship that you have with them. And we were, we are going to get into some examples of conflict language versus architect language. And it will be very clear how just using different words will... create more clarity it'll take it'll remove um it'll remove barriers to commun- to like clear communication um, and and what is like why why does that matter like what is the heart of these two different kinds of language types it's it's just being better it's being more clear it's being more accurate it's really Reflecting like input versus output and cause and effect. Why is that important? Because everything is subjective. So few things are objective in this world that the way that we, the words that we use to communicate, drive the way that you see yourself, the way I see myself and the way that like I relate to other people. And I really want you to like, this is one of those episodes that I cannot encourage you enough to bring into your real world, right? I want you to listen, obviously take some notes and, and talk about this with the people in your life. This is this is one of those episodes where it's just like kind of knowledge bomb over knowledge bomb over knowledge bomb, and it's going to be a little bit dense, and that's okay. It is something that you may have to listen to once or twice through, and that's okay too because any improvement in the language that you use, the thoughts that you think, the way that you relate to other people in your life... Is important. It's so important. Why are we here, if to not be better, to get better, to put like clear and honest and authentic and genuine intention behind what you're doing? So, starting with the words that you use, I I, I literally cannot think of a, a a more important episode to 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 put down right now. So with that. Conflict language and architect language. Those are the two, two sides of the spectrum. And there is uh, there's a response. Each, uh, each component of the language has a response by the other, right? So what I mean by that is in conflict language, you have negations. In architect language, you have affirmations, In conflict language, you have projections, and in architect language, you have taking responsibility. In conflict language, you have soft talk, and in architect language, you have solid talk. And we are going to go through, I'm going to give examples of of each of those, and we'll start with negations. Negations. So negations is simply saying the things that you don't want. Have you ever been in a situation where you have asked somebody what their preference is and they tell you what they don't want? For example, hey, where do you want to go to eat tonight? I don't know. I don't want burgers and I don't want chicken and I... I don't want to go to that steak place. Okay. That still didn't answer the question, right? And even if you don't, like, I I totally get, depending on what your relationship is like, it's easier to just give options. Using affirmative language, using using architect language, using affirmations. Hey, where do you want to go tonight? Oh, I don't know. There's this... uh, Well, I'll give you some options. So I would totally go to the sushi place. I would go to the, the pizza place, or I would go to the, um, this burger place. I would love to go to either, like any of those three would, they're like all the same to me. How different is that? Right. How just hearing it, how different is that? you, if you don't, if you don't communicate what you do want, it's very difficult to meet those goals or meet those expectations. So, and, and I imagine you see it all the time. I used to use this all the time. Hey, I don't want, I don't want to come in here and have this mess. I don't want, uh, I don't, I don't want to be working these hours. I don't want to be, I don't want to have to drive across town to to do this thing. Cool. What do you want? Because using that, that affirmation, that sets appropriate boundaries. It just does. And saying what you don't want doesn't give anybody any more clarity on what you do want. So those are negations and affirmations. Let's talk about projections and taking responsibility, taking ownership. So projections, he made me do this. He made me do that. Um, he didn't call and wake me up, so I was late for work. Right? Um, my mom didn't remind me that I my homework was due, and I didn't get it done. So it's my mom's fault. Can you like? Can you see? How using projections completely turns you into a victim. You're a complete victim of circumstance. You have absolutely no control over taking action to make your situation any better. Using projections completely turns you into a victim. And I'm a huge Jacko fan and I'm a huge fan of extreme ownership. And there is always something that I can do to improve my situation I can't fix everything that's that is not real life I cannot wave a magic wand I cannot take action to fix everything but I can do something to make me to to put me to put myself in a better spot I can always do something so regardless of Uh, even, hey, this gal said she was going to cover me and then she forgot and I didn't say anything and it's her fault. Sure, 100%. Using, you know, like the the language that you are taking ownership, hey, uh, this happened so nobody covered my shift and I had communicated with this person and I didn't follow up. I I didn't follow up. That's my bad. What, What can we do now? Right? It's the same thing. But you are acknowledging what steps you could take to improve your situation. Let's talk about soft talk. This is, this is being from the upper Midwest. This is just life. This is the hardest one for me that I've had to put the most brain power and intention behind. So soft talk. Kind of, probably, just... It it softens the directness of a statement. So for example, I kind of want to start eating better to maybe lose some weight, I, I, might, um, I might look at some stuff on the internet and then maybe um, maybe start doing something on Monday or whenever. That is soft talk. That's all soft talk. Do you, listening to that, like you can re-listen to that too. Do you think that I'm going to make any marked changes to my nutrition? after listening to me, maybe, and just, and I don't know, and kind of, zero chance. There is zero chance with that mindset I am going to change anything anytime soon. Flip that and use solid talk. I got to tighten up my diet. I'm going to look at these two websites tonight, and I'm going to come up with a plan, and that plan is going to go into effect on Monday. Boom. Boom. That, like, if I told that to people in my life, they would be able to hold me accountable. It's so, like, it's super hard, and it's super hard to not feel, like, judgy, or... If somebody's using, like, I ah, I I should maybe think about doing this. I am not going to follow up with you, because cause you're not there yet. It, it, I am assuming that you're not there yet. You could, like, mentally could be ready for change but just that language that's so so common is is going to change the way that I interact with you because if you're saying maybe just i don't know we'll see this and that it's very difficult to to like be a good friend and really know like what you're looking for So solid talk is very, like, you take all the shoulds and the maybes and the kind ofs, you just, you completely get rid of them, and you're just very direct. There are times when you're going to want to soften the words that you use. And those are more social settings. Those are more professional settings when in doubt it's easier to err on the side of using using soft talk if you don't if you literally don't have any like awareness of who you're talking with and like where they're at if you don't have any like point of reference it's just it's easier and it's a little bit more polite to use soft talk when you're with yourself when you're writing in your journal that is where you hard and fast use, uh, use that solid talk. And as you get more comfortable using solid talk with yourself, it, like, it will become more natural to know when to use it with others. And on top of that, using that solid talk with yourself, you are just going to develop that, that, uh, that rhythm and that flow and that's going to be who you are in like a less off-putting manner, right? So if I walked in like a drill sergeant and I was like very, very rigid and I have been this person, so I I know, it's super off-putting because not everybody responds to that very well and even like even when i use it when it is used on me i don't love it uh it, i i understand when it like when it is I, and because i know the intent like i know i have like a soft genuine heart behind the like the rigidity and like the the directness that that's that i still use sometimes i don't give that assumption to other people so when i get like Very rigid, um, very rigid, like actions. If I don't have a good relationship with, with that person, it's very difficult. So, once again, with soft talk, use solid talk when you are with yourself, and then let that solid talk start to bleed out when you're using it with other people. So, once again, we are talking about conflict language and architect language. Conflict language ex- says exactly what it, what it does. It, it oftentimes results in very low clarity, very, um, very, it's very a- ambiguous, and it, it does result and it causes a lot of conflict architect language is the language that you use to, d- to design what you want and that is that in and of itself is the power of language so this is the very first uh, step into language we can deep 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 dive into it uh once again this is a lot of this is derived from Mark England's work, and, uh, and, and the website is Procabulary, and I cannot recommend the core language upgrade enough. It's, it's done in a month, and it's one of those things that it's very easy to learn, and it's very, it takes, you know, it takes brain power to implement, but it's through that implementation is where you see a, just a tremendous amount of gains. So enjoy, uh, take some, take some control and put some intention behind the words that you're using and, uh, we will see you next time. Thanks.